And we start with the homelessness issue in London. The health and homelessness plan will be on the agenda this evening as the final input session is held. The city has been gathering input from the public over the past few weeks to establish criteria for selecting specific locations of hubs to serve the homeless. The plan is to open five service hubs by the end of this year and overall create 12 to 15 uh, to help Londoners experiencing homelessness. Today's input session will be held from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Kiwanis Seniors Community Center. As City Council will discuss the results of the public input sessions in mid-July. City politicians are also set to vote on a temporary encampment strategy at Council tomorrow to address the issue in the short term until the hubs are in place. Now, if Blackfriars Bridge is part of your regular commute, you're out of luck this week. The city says the bridge will be closed to vehicular traffic this week. Closure will allow crews to complete the installation of accent lighting on the bridge. The bridge will still be open for pedestrians and cyclists. The opportunity to add lighting enhancements was identified during the Blackfriars Bridge Rehabilitation Project. The lighting profiles of the bridge bowstring arch trusses installation of the lights began in the fall of last year, and they've been operational at night throughout the winter and spring. It's expected the work will be completed in time for Canada Day. There is a growing number of investigations into the Titan submersible's fatal implosion, with one being handled by the U.S. Coast Guard. Coast Guard officials say their immediate priority is going to be the recovery of evidence from the seafloor. U.S. officials say the investigation will aim to make recommendations to appropriate authorities to pursue civil or criminal charges if necessary. Canada's Transportation Safety Board will also uh, be launching an investigation into the ship, the Polar Prince, which ferried the doomed sub to the dive site. Finally, the RCMP says it's looking to determine whether a full investigation into the accident is warranted. Now, the number of wildfires across Canada increased over the week, adding more smoke to the already cloudy and hazy skies above Ontario and Quebec. The Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre says there are 462 active fires burning across the country. 237 of them are out of control. Almost one quarter of those fires in Quebec, Environment Canada warned wind patterns are causing smoke from some of those blazes to settle over the western part of the province as well as eastern Ontario. The record-breaking fire season and forecast for a more hot, dry weather has some cities cancelling or reconsidering fireworks planned for the Canada Day weekend. Now, the Prime Minister starts this week in Iceland. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is meeting with the leaders of Iceland, Norway, Sweden, Finland and Denmark. Trudeau says the events in Russia over the past two days will form a large part of the meeting's discussions. Sweden's bid to join NATO will also be on the agenda. And Toronto will get a new mayor today. The hotly contested by-election to replace John Tory drew a record 102 candidates with roughly a half dozen names rising to the top of the field over the course of the 12-week campaign. It's the second mayoral election for Toronto since October after John Tory admitted to having an affair with a staffer and resigned a few months into his third term. Former MP and City Councillor Olivia Chow leads in the polls. She's followed by former Police Chief Mark Saunders and former Deputy Mayor Anna Bailau. Checking out the price of gas. Uh, prices are holding steady this morning after falling over the weekend. The average station is charging $1.53 for a litre of regular this morning. That price is expected to hold for tomorrow as well. Premium and diesel also held steady. Now, cheaper gas can be found at a number of locations this morning. 
the Costco's, some Pioneers, Canadian Tires, and even Petro-Canada's are charging $1.47 for a liter of regular. From the Blue Jays, into the weekend with a 12-1 win over the Oakland A's. George Springer hit a leadoff home run for the Blue Jays, giving him 55 for his career. That's good for second most all-time behind Ricky Henderson. The loss drops the A's to 40 games below 500. Their record on the season is 20 and 60. Toronto Argonauts improved 2-0 on the season with a 43-31 win over the Elks in Edmonton. A.J. Ouellette scored three touchdowns for the Argos. Edmonton falls to 0-3 on the season. They have now lost 19 games in a row at home. The last time Edmonton won at home was October 12th, 2019. Checking out what happened on this day in history in 1284, legend has it that the Pied Piper of Hamelin led 130 German children to their deaths after being refused his fee for charming rats and mice into a river. In 1346, Britain defeated France in the Battle of Creasy, in which a cannon was used probably for the first time. In 1833, Captain John Ross and 19 of his crew were rescued from Baffin Island. After their ship became icebound, they survived by living with the Inuit for three years. In 1870, the first boardwalk in the United States opened in Atlantic City, New Jersey. In 1902, electronics and aviation inventor William Lear was born in Hannibal, Missouri. His inventions included a practical car radio, which launched the Motorola Company, and an eight-track tape player. He also designed aircraft navigational aids and founded the corporate jet maker Learjet. Lear's, Lear's aircraft designs included the Canadair uh, Challenger. In 1925, Canadian Ted Rogers Sr. invented the alternating current tube. In 1945, the United Nations Charter was signed in San Francisco by 50 countries, including Canada. In 1947, R.B. Bennett, Canada's Prime Minister from 1930 to 1935, died at his home in England just a few days shy of his 77th birthday. He is the only Prime Minister not buried in this country. In 1959, the St. Lawrence Seaway was officially opened by Queen Elizabeth, Prime Minister John Diefenbaker, and U.S. President Dwight Eisenhower. In 1961, the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto was opened by Prime Minister John Diefenbaker. In 1976, the CN Tower was officially opened in Toronto at 555 meters. It was, at the time, the world's tallest self-supporting structure. In 2000, one of the world's most significant scientific breakthroughs came as researchers in six countries announced they had completed the working map of the human genetic code. It is hoped that the human genome will eventually lead to cures for diseases such as cancer, diabetes, and Alzheimer's. In 2010, police cracked down hard on G20 protesters in Toronto. Store windows were smashed, property was damaged, and a trail of destruction culminated in police cars being set on fire at several locations. Around 700 people were arrested. And on this day in 2020, the Canadian Red Cross sent 900 people to work in Quebec's long-term care homes until mid-September to help fight the COVID-19 pandemic, replacing Canadian Armed Forces members. Happy birthday to Lana, who turns 38 today, and to Jessica, who turns 23. Hope it's a good day for you both. You share a birthday with Mark McKinney from the Kids in the Hall, who turns 64. Paul Thomas Anderson is 53. Sean Hayes is 53. Also 53, Nick Offerman. Jason Schwartzman turns 43 today. Aubrey Plaza is 39. And Ariana Grande is 30. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, send me an email at devin at 980cfpl.ca.